You're listening to Talk with Renee Dallow, episode 195. Talk about 10 years of creating digital courses with the one and only Amy Porterfield. Amy Porterfield is an online marketing expert and the host of the top-ranked podcast, Online Marketing Made Easy. Through her best-selling courses, book, and popular podcast, Amy's action-by-action approach proves that even the newest online entrepreneurs can bypass the overwhelm and instead generate exciting momentum as they build a business they love. Now for me, I can honestly say that taking Amy's courses and learning how to teach online has changed my entire, well, my entire life. (laughs) And I can't wait for you to hear from Amy yourself. So go grab your coffee grab your tea, and let's talk it out. Welcome to Talk with Renee Dallow, biz chat for wedding pros and creatives. Tune in every week for no BS real talk from industry experts that want to help you thrive in your business and your life. Here's your host, event planner, educator, and sushi addict, Renee Dallow. Grab a glass and get ready to talk it out. This week's episode is brought to you by... Me and our education brand. Did you know we have four courses, two workshops, and two templates available to help you in your wedding business? Our courses are Wedding Management 101, Conquer Your Consult, and Offboarding for Success. And our workshops are Biz-ish, which is our yearly goal-setting workshop. Enrollment begins for that course in November and also Timeline Tune-Up. That is our quarterly brush-up on all things timelines, which is perfect for you and also your assistants. We most recently launched the Wedding Planner's Guide to Custom Pricing for the low, low price of 29 American dollars. You can find all these and more at reneedallow.com forward slash education. Now, on with the show. Hello, hello, friends. Welcome to this week's episode of Talk with Renee Dallow. You guys, you have no idea who I'm here with. I mean, you will, because I'm going to tell you. I'm very excited today because one of my amazing, doesn't know she is, but my mentor, Amy Porterfield, is here with us. Amy, how are you? I am wonderful. Thanks so much for having me. I'm thrilled that you're here. I talk about you constantly. Oh, I love that. You're going to be like, um, stalker, can you please, can you stop? Um, Never. I, I think I've mentioned, you know, I've talked about Digital Course Academy and your influence on my career probably 8 million times, but I'll say it to you since, since you're here. Um, I first took your courses in 2018, back before it was DCA. Okay, love this. You're right? an OG. I'm an OG. And I like didn't know it at the time, but everything you taught me, I have used weekly since then, and it has completely changed my career. So thank you. Well, that makes me so happy. I love it. You're you're changing lives and doing your thing. And so it's always such a pleasure to talk to another course creator. You know, it was it's funny. A few years ago, I wouldn't have given myself that title, you know? Yeah. I was like, I well, I'm it. an educator, I'm a wedding planner, I'm an educator. I like speak on stages, I'm an educator. And now I'm like, um, I've created like six courses. So you know, but like you have earned the title. You yes. Got it. And you gave me a mug that said course creator. So now what I'm creating the courses, I have the mug that says course creation. And I'm like, I got my Amy mug. Um, <laughs> so it is just about time for DCA this year. My favorite time of the year, one of my favorite times of the year to talk about you and all the great work you do. Um, but because you've been doing this for over 10 years, right? 
I know you've seen all the things. You've seen what works, what didn't, the fads, the trends, the comes and goes. So what are you seeing now in this year of 20, in the year of Barbie 2023? What are you seeing? In the year of Barbie, I love it. So what am I seeing? You know, you're right. I've been, I've been around the block a few times and I have been teaching people how to create digital courses, how to take their knowledge, their know-how, their skill set, turn that into a profitable digital course that they can launch over and over again. And because I've been doing it so long, one of my secrets to success is that I tend to find what works and then continue to do it over and over again, just better and better. So the version you see of me today, I'm doing many of the same things I was doing 10 years ago and teaching the same things, but I'm just better at it. However, the, absolutely some things have changed. Like when I started, TikTok wasn't even a thing. Right. Video hardly was even a thing. Like when yeah. I started promoting courses, I've always used webinars and I still stand behind the fact that webinars are the best way to sell a digital course, but we didn't even have the technology to easily get on video on webinars, like show our face like we yeah. are right now on video. Yeah. So like I've seen those changes over the last 10 or so years, but I think today, the thing that's working more than anything is figuring out how to get people results in bite-sized pieces so they can digest it quickly and have that momentum. So let me yeah. give you just an easy example of what I mean. When I teach my students how to create the content and teach the content in their course, because I teach them how to create it and then how to launch it. So when we're talking just creation, Back in the day, I used to make videos to teach people how to do things. And the videos were an hour long. It was like, no big deal. Like, oh, this video is an hour. Great. Let's throw yes, it up. Yes, I remember those hour long right? videos. Yeah, exactly. Can you even imagine today to be throwing that into a digital course where every video they go through is an hour long? No one will ever finish your course. No, and they'd so, be so frustrated. So frustrated. Yeah. So one thing that I teach my students how to do is get easy wins throughout their course for their students. So now if the concept takes an hour to teach, we're breaking that up into 15 minute videos, giving our students momentum, adding in, let's say a PDF so they could do step-by-step -step if they need to, and yeah. only sharing the big picture in the videos. Like little nuances like that have changed over time because our attention span has changed. Social media has changed how we actually take in content. Yeah. So I love teaching those nuances to help my students get their, their students results. But overall, I have a tried and true model that has really stood the test of time for many, many years. And for me as well, I'll say when I follow your model and 100%, like it has never not worked. You know what? It has not, sometimes it has not worked to the same uh, degree from my, I don't want to say ambition, but like my, com my commitment level, right? Like sometimes my commitment level, like depending, especially during the pandemic was like, where are we today? Yes. But if I follow, if you follow the step-by-step, -step, I mean, this is literally how I created my first course. Those of you listening know Wedding Management 101, I created because I was going to a conference where I was speaking on that. And my speaking coach wisely said to me, you need to create something else. Like you can't teach this in 45 minutes. Oh, I love that. And that was when I was like, oh, well, what would I do? My good friend, Mindy, my former podcast co-host said, do you know Amy Porterfield? And I was like, I, I don't. And she was like, she sent me your link and she goes, just, just do this. So I'm like, a, you know, give me all the gold stars here because I've been following it for years. And love I wonder though, like with the video content, like I know you and I, and I mean, I mean, now I'm very comfortable being on camera, but what if someone listening is like, well, I kind of want to do this, but I'm not comfortable on camera. Like, what would you say to them as encouragement? I love that you bring this up because it's a very real concern for people. Yeah. So what I'd say is number one, when you're creating and selling your course, you do not need to go all out on video. So let's talk first, the course creation. 
you don't need to be on video at all. Yeah. I have a good friend who makes millions of dollars with her digital courses and she never shows her face once inside of her digital courses. It's all slides and audio and PDFs. And they're fantastic courses that get big results for people. So you never even have to be on camera if you don't want to. Now you're learning from a girl that doesn't like to be on video. It's not my most favorite thing, but I see the value in it. And I'm also very ambitious in my business. So I'm just going to figure out how to do it even when I'm not comfortable. So I'm going to encourage my students to maybe make a welcome video and show their face when people come into their courses, but it's not necessary. Yeah. However, when you're promoting your course, I do think it's necessary to show up and show your face because remember, you're probably going to create a course that has already been created before. I actually think that's the ultimate validation. Has it been done before successfully? Yes. Great. Then you know people will pay for it. So I think there's enough room for all of us. What I do is not unique. Other people teach what I do, but I have a huge audience because I um, have found my audience and I'm consistently showing up for them and I have a teaching style that they love. So that's true for all of you that are creating courses that have probably been done before. But when you show your face and they get to know, like, and trust you, that's where they decide I want to learn from her versus her. And so that's where we have to come out of our comfort zone, do it anyway, even though we don't love it, but just take baby steps. I'm all about the baby steps. Yeah, I agree with that one. I also, the first time I did wedding management, it was literally just like you said, slides in my voice. Because I was so busy with planning weddings back then, I literally recorded it in the middle of the night because that's when my house was quiet. So I literally sat at this table with my with this probably same setup you know and i was like almost whispering into the mic me like oh. <laughs> but i got it done and yes. in the years that i've iterated on that one course the only thing i've ever added are those like hey welcome to welcome to the course this is my face you guys know me and and here we go this um, is what i do yeah i love that you brought up the fact that you didn't have time that's a really big objection why people yeah. don't create digital courses they don't have enough time and, and it really feels very real. I'm, you know, planning weddings or I'm in that industry. I'm always busy. I've got a family. I've got this. I've got that. And I have a lot of students who have had that same issue. One of my students, she's a mom of four homeschooling her kids. Oh, wow. Right. And she's not in the wedding industry, but she actually had a service based business where she would go out to different houses and build their kitchen gardens. So the fruits, wow. the vegetables, the herbs, but yeah. she would actually do it for them. She lived in Houston at the time. Wow. And so imagine four kids at home homeschooling and finding the time to actually travel to go to these houses and build out like a week. I'm assuming the, each project would take about a week. Yeah. Got to a point that she's like, this is too much. Like I'm making the time for it, but it's so overwhelming. I don't want to travel, leave my family all the time. So she built a digital course. Now, the time it took to build the digital course, that's where the sacrifice comes in. Yeah. You got to rearrange your schedule. You're recording in the middle of the night or you're getting up early or whatever it might be. Of course, anything worth doing in your business is going to take some sacrifice for a season. But mm -hmm. if you learn how to create a course with a proven model, step by step by step by me or somebody else you trust, that's when you can have a plan and get it done faster. But once that season is over that that course is created, now you're never reinventing the wheel or starting from scratch again. Now you have an asset that you can make better, but you get to launch it over and over and over again. And that's what my student, Nicole Burke, did. So she created a course teaching people how to create their own gardens. And it is a multi-million dollar business now, way beyond what Amazing. she was making, traveling to the houses. So yeah. if you're willing to make the sacrifice and find the time, rearrange your schedule for a short season 
your whole business and life could be different. It's 100% true. And also such a niche topic, like a kitchen garden, like it's, yes. it feels like such a tiny topic, but yet. Millions of dollars of revenue. I could tell you so many different topics from boudoir photography, definitely lots of people in the wedding industry doing yes. lots of things and having great success. Um, relationship therapist, sex therapist, uh, a woman that uh, is one of my most successful students. She teaches how to get your newborn baby potty trained. I don't know. I've never had a child on my own, so I don't even know how this would work, but she is killing it. So it's like all these different topics from cupcakes to um, how to get your toddler to sleep through the night, yes. uh, to get your dog trained. I mean, anything yeah. and everything goes with digital courses. I'm sorry, I'm still stuck on newborn potty training because I'm not a mom either. So I'm like, how does that, what? I don't know, but, but I mean, it's like they never wear a diaper. It's the wildest thing. And it's, she's very successful. God, well, God bless her. My gosh, I, I don't even know. I don't even know where to go with that. Um, Amen. Something else I wanted to mention, because I know my audience is very, you know, in tune to like courses, summits, all those things. You guys, when you see me speak at an online summit, the reason I know how to do that is because I learned it in Digital Course Academy, because mm -hmm. it's basically like creating a module so yes. much of these skills these course creation skills the the everything from the outline to the recording to the editing yourself like you are learning skills that you will take with you and use everywhere it's really amazing how much you put in digital course academy it's i don't want to say it's epic because i don't want people to be like oh it's overwhelming and it's too much but it's like so comprehensive that's the word it really is and i appreciate you saying that one thing that is really important to me is teaching a step-by-step -step training style where i virtually hold my hands student my students hands because let's say someone is listening and they are an expert in the wedding industry they've been at it for 10 plus years like they know their stuff that doesn't mean they've ever been taught how to create a digital course where yep. you teach in it and you create PDFs and, and you have a roadmap and you're keeping people to the very end. Like that's a whole other skill set yes. that it's not fair just to assume my students know what I'm talking about. So I take their expertise and I help them turn it into something very profitable, but I do it in a way to not assume they know everything that I'm teaching because yeah. I just feel like that's not fair. And that's where lots of people get stuck. Yeah. Yeah. I think that is the thing I hear most. We were like, oh, you're such a good teacher. And I'm like, well, I learned how to do that. I was not yeah. naturally a teacher because I think we all do the thing where we assume people can finish our sentences or read our minds or you know what I'm talking about. Right. But if you're teaching, you kind of have to go back to like bare bones and say, OK, let's start from start from the ground level here. Right. Yes. Um, especially in the wedding industry. You know, my first course was about teaching um, a different mindset, a different approach to a kind of service that we provide as wedding planners that we used to call day of coordination. And I decided that I hated it and it was not serving anyone. So I changed it to wedding management. Happy to say all these years later, there has been a real shift in the industry. Many, many, many people are using those terminology, whether they've taken my course or not, but that's huge. So this wedding management, like <laughs> wedding you coined a term, yeah. you made it your own. This is what I love about courses. It puts you on the map as an mm -hmm. expert in that area. Quick question for you. How much yeah. did you charge for that course? When I first launched it, it was five ninety five, and I launched it on stage at Wedding MBA, which is the biggest conference we've got. And I, when I tell you, I was like shaking in my boots. Like I'm not a nervous person. I'm really, I was an actor. I'm very comfortable on stage. Oh, the nerves. Cause I was like, well, I spent all these months making it. What if no one bites? I sold seven before. Yeah. I sold seven before I got off stage. Oh, it's the best feeling ever. I really love how you started with courses because of your stage presence. Like yeah. having something to sell from stage or to offer after you get off stage, 
That's such a great way. Another one of my students, she does not sell her course. She gives it away for free, but mm. she used it as, as a major list builder and has had 300,000 people sign up for her email list to get her course, wow. which is, you know, an email list is everything to your business. Yes. So that's huge. But I want to talk really quickly about different types of courses because yeah. in my mind, that wedding management course was like a spotlight course. Mm -hmm. But let's back up for a quick second. So there's three types of courses. A starter course is a course you can create just to get people started in your field. Just the 101 basic, here's the foundation, here's everything you need to know to get moving in the right direction. Most people, their biggest objection to doing anything is I don't know where to start. So a starter course is fantastic and you could charge anywhere from 100 to $200. A spotlight course is where you take one area of your expertise, exactly what you did, that wedding management, that day of concept, and now you're going to drill down and go really deep into that. People pay more for those specifics and that detail and that really, really clear, concise training. So with a spotlight course, you could charge more anywhere from 200 to 500 plus, which you did, which is perfect. And then a signature course is like the Mac daddy of all courses where you're starting from zero and giving them a full transformation. So digital course Academy, starting from never having a digital course and not knowing how to create one to literally launching it and making money over and over again. That's a big transformation. So you charge anywhere from 500 to $3,000 for something like that. So as people are listening, like, could I create a course? What might this look like? And do, am I the type of person that could create a course? Those are the three kind of different courses you want to think about in terms of your content. Yeah. And also like, I just want to add to that, like the spotlight course, like yes, wedding management is one, but we also have these courses that in my mind, I call weekend courses. Like you could take them on your weekends off from weddings. So we have like offboarding for success, conquer your consult. Like these are things that are super yes. digestible and like really specific to like, are you having problems with your consult call here? Let me show you how I do mine. And oh, let me show so you a sample smart. consult. Like this course is maybe three hours long. You can take it in a weekend by Monday. You're great. I just love saying it's like giving you what's possible because I think sometimes you're like, oh God, it's going to be a course it takes people weeks to get there. No, not always. Sometimes it's a quick fix. It's a quick fix. And I love that. And I think that's what people are looking for. Imagine if they can troubleshoot through a series of your different courses, like you have yeah. a suite of courses. What do you charge for something like that onboarding or offboarding one? Right now, I think they're 147, like I love super that easy. Price point. I yeah. love a weekend course, really great price point, no brainer. Like you've really perfected like your suite of courses. I love that. <laughs> Thank you. Well, I know my, my I know my wedding pros, we, our big thing is we don't have time and we're always pulled in 17 different directions. And I know probably every single person who's ever taken one of my courses would pause the, would pause the video if a client called them. Yes. Good and that we're service providers. Like that's, that's how it goes. There's a lot that's possible in the world of online course creation in our industry. For example, like what Amy said, if it's been done before, it's probably, you know, it's a valid idea. There's this other uh, specific wedding planner pricing module, uh, pricing. I don't know. It's a module. It's like a pricing method that's called percentage based planning and it's complicated. It's math. Your girl does not do this, but two different wedding planners in our industry, which isn't that big, have created this course. One oh. is a, huge course that's $2,000 and one I would consider more like that weekend course and it's $200, right? So it's like you get to decide if you're the, the buyer, how much time and energy and, and how much you have to invest. We wow. need more of that in the wedding industry. We really do. We need more options. Yes. I love that. And I bet both of them are doing well in their own right. They are. And so we're not going to worry. Has it been done before? Imagine yes. if you said, 
I'm not going to create a course, but because other wedding planners have, you'd never be sitting here today with the success that you have. So no. we don't worry about who's done it before because no one's done it quite like the way we're going to do it. It's very true. Let me ask you about TikTok because that is another, I know we briefly touched on it, but just for your um, business, have you seen that, you know, a big uptick in interest because you're implementing TikTok or because people always want to skip TikTok and reels. Yes. Okay. I don't think so that's real. So TikTok's in real. So first of all, TikTok, we started about a year ago or so, and I am not the most perfect person for social media. So I don't like to do the dances and be no. silly uh, on social. And also I don't love getting on video, yeah. but I said, you know, I was launching a book at the time. I thought we're just going to do it. I'm going to put all my fears and concerns aside. And we did it for a while and it never took off, but I really genuinely think it's me versus that I've seen my friends fully take off in TikTok. Yeah. And, um, I came to the conclusion that I don't have to be right for every social media mm. channel. I don't mm -hmm. have to be everywhere and I don't have to be the perfect fit for it. However, Instagram, absolutely. We do it in our own way. We do many, many reels and I wouldn't have the business I have today or the email list I have today without using social media, specifically Instagram. So yeah. we typically spend probably 70% of our efforts on Instagram, Instagram reels, Instagram lives, uh, Instagram ads, we really go all in and then about 30% on other platforms. And that works for us. Yeah. I love that you have, I mean, of course, you know, it works for you because you have such a lovely team and, and so smart yourself. I think there's a lot of, uh, there's a lot of like talk in the wedding industry that you have to be everywhere and be everything to all people because you never know where a client's going to come from. And I think a more targeted approach is possible when you're course creating, because you really are creating the course for a specific audience, not just yeah the whole world all the time. So true. And so, yeah. and that another thing, you know, if we're talking to owners right now and business owners, where if you feel like you have to be everywhere all the time, totally on, you're going to be miserable. You're not going to love that business you created. So no. one of the things that I talk about a lot with digital courses is freedom, freedom to work when you want, where you want, how you want. If you do a course launch, you can launch that course and then you could step away for a while and take a breath. So I'm launching in September. I launch every September once a year. Um, I'll deliver the course in October and November, but I get to step back when I'm not delivering. I get to rest, enjoy my family. And I really take advantage of the white space. Digital yeah. courses have allowed me to do that. Since you mentioned launch, I just want to touch on the launch for a sec, because I, I think that's another place where people get ahead of themselves with anxiety. Um, in DCA, you guys, Amy teaches you how to launch. Have you seen anything different in launching in the last 10 years? I have. I, I, one of the things is that I really do believe we need to decide on how we're going to sell our courses. So in Digital Course Academy, I teach webinars. Webinars to me, again, are the end all be all when it comes to selling digital courses. But not all my students love to use webinars. And I love a rule breaker. Get into my course, <laughs> take what you want, leave what you don't and kill it, like do an amazing job. And I see it all the time. But if let's say you don't want to do webinars from challenges to short boot camps to quizzes, there's different vehicles you can use to really engage your audience. The point here is that you have to use something, meaning posting on social media, telling people you have a course 
is never going to be enough and you will be disappointed. But you become a better marketer when you start to play with these selling vehicles and figure out the one that works for you and feels good to you again as the business owner, then that makes all the difference. So webinars feel great to me, but a bootcamp might feel great to you where you want to do a three day bootcamp teaching someone how to do something in your industry. I love that. But you've got to use a selling vehicle. Yeah, I think when when I look at all my other educator friends in the wedding space, like I've used a quiz to launch my membership. I've been doing webinars for years. I know my friend Megan Gilligan always has a challenge before her membership opens. Like you can see these things once you know what to look for, yeah. right? You can see them in the educators in the space sort of seeing like what works. I think you kind of have to, for me, it's like, I kind of, what have we done? Let's play around. Let's see what, yes. let's see what will work. Because you kind of have to so play a bit. I totally agree. You know, some people say, don't you get bored with, you know, launching Digital Course Academy once a year for many, many, many years now? And I always say, I never get bored because I'm always looking for what can we change? What can we do different? What might be fun? And we do a boot camp every year. And the reason I started doing that is because I thought it would be really fun to give an opportunity for people to start their course before they even have to buy anything from uh -huh. me. So we started doing that. And so, yeah. We experimenting creates more variety for the the business owner, and I think that's important. Yeah, I agree. I love the I love the energy of boot camp. I was um, I've been like an ambassador. Is that what it was? Yeah, ambassador. Yeah. Like I need more coffee, you guys. Um, yeah. I was an ambassador for DCA a couple of years ago, so I was more involved in the launching and the boot camp, and it was really fun to see everyone sort of in there iterating and and be not being afraid to share their ideas because that was yeah. something interesting. La was it last year or the year before? So I'm an affiliate, full disclosure for DCA. And every year I do like a side along like coaching program to DCA oh, to, cool. just to have a place people can come and hang out and like talk to each other about challenges. And I take the curriculum right along with you and like to refresh myself. And I had a gal last year who was like, well, I don't want to say my idea because someone might steal it. Hmm. And I was like, you don't ever want to tell anyone your idea? And she's like, no. And I said, okay, but no, but no one can teach it like you. And I, so like, that's not really a thing. So I like that bootcamp, everyone in bootcamp is so free to like share and receive and take ideas from one another. Cause again, it just feels True. like oh, playful, you know? Yeah. And it gives you, uh, it inspires you. And if you're scared to get started, you see other people that are scared too, but doing yeah. it anyway. So I'm a big fan of surrounding myself with other people that are wanting to make big moves as well. So I'm encouraged to do so. And I think the bootcamp definitely does that. Yeah, I love that you said you're, they're scared and do it anyway, because that's like the motto of my entire career. Oh, like, <laughs> same girl, same. Deeply afraid, doing it anyway. Doing yeah, it anyway. doing yeah. it anyway, doing it anyway. Well, we also have a quiz, a new quiz yeah. that I, I haven't taken yet, but I'm excited to take it. So it's a really quick quiz, too. I heard it's like two minutes long. Two minutes long. Come on. So the reason I created this quiz is because I've been doing this for so long. I feel like I could spot a successful course creator from a mile away by just knowing a few things about them. Yeah. And so I created this quiz where there's three types of people that are crushing it with either creating a digital course uh, to build their business or adding a digital course as an additional stream of revenue. And so these three types of people are really making good money with their courses. Are you one of them is basically Ooh. what you're going to find out in the quiz it takes two minutes to complete. But if you are one of these three types of people, I'll tell you which type and what to do with that, like how to get started. If you nice. are, if you are not one of the three types, I'll tell you what to do instead. And Ooh. so it's, it gives you a lot of insight into who you are as a business owner and what you could do to make more money. So again, it takes two minutes, but it's full of value. I love it. You can take that quiz if you go to reneedallo.com forward slash Amy quiz. 
I'm going to take it and see what happens. What if I get the, you're, <laughs> you're none of these Call people. Me Call me up you're if like, you get one oh, of those. I'd be very wait surprised. Wait a minute. <laughs> wait a minute, Amy. Um, I will say this, as far as like my journey of course creation and becoming an educator in the wedding space, like I have never had an experience that I've learned more about myself in. Mm -hmm. And I think that is such a powerful part of this journey. Yes, it's totally about helping other people, helping whomever is your audience and, and transforming them in whatever way you can. But there's also a deep learning about yourself that happens that's important to note as well. Truly, you know, I always say if you ever want to have major personal growth, become a business owner slash entrepreneur. <laughs> yes. If you want to really figure what you're made of and what you're good at and where you struggle and what you want to overcome, create a digital course. You learn so much about what you're capable of. Mm. A lot of my students come to me with very little confidence yet. And confidence comes from a proven track record. So if you've never created a course, then of course you're not going to have confidence in killing it the first time out. But what I teach is the importance of courage, having the courage mm -hmm. to get started when you're scared, to get started when you don't have all the answers, to get started learning from someone that you might not know, but you're gonna put your trust in them. That's all courage, but courage leads to amazing results if you stick with it. So we talk a lot about having the courage to get started and what that takes. So if you don't have confidence to create a course, stick with me. You do not need to start with confidence. Mm, I love it. There's two questions that I ask every guest. I realize now that I don't think I prepped you for them. So if you don't want to answer them, we can set oh, this I'll out. Oh, I'll answer them. Bring um, them on. We're very much about self-care here at my show and in my love life. It. So what is your non-negotiable self-care and what is your morning routine? Okay. Non-negotiable self-care, something I have to do. I have to move my body. Now, I just like I don't love video, I don't love working out. And so it's not my most favorite thing, but I struggle with a low level depression my whole life and anxiety, which is something in the last few years. And so I've noticed that if I move my body, a quick walk with my dog or a workout with my trainer, everything in my mindset is going to change like that. It's kind mm -hmm. of amazing. So I stopped moving my body to lose weight and I started moving it to have better mental health and it has changed everything. I love it. I don't like working out until it's over. And then I'm like, oh, I'm such a nicer so, person now. I'm so proud of myself yeah. when it's over. I hate it when I start. And then my morning routine, um, I work a four-day work week. So we take Friday, Saturday, and Sunday off as a team. Nice. And that's part of our mental health to have a shorter work week. But on Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday at 6 a.m., I work out in my garage with a trainer. I'm very, very fortunate to be able to afford that and make it a priority. But it is something that is really a big deal to me. So I do that. I also um, do a quick minute, 10 minute uh, meditation. I love a good red light therapy. I just Ooh. think, you know, I, it's great for your skin and hair, but it's also good. I, it might be a placebo, but it's great for my mental health. So yeah. I'll take it. I'll take it. So a little red light therapy, a little meditation, moving my body all, helps immensely. So those things don't come naturally to me, but they're very important to me. I love it. I love it. One of the things that I've discovered, I mean, I've known this, but I really kind of zoomed in on it in the last couple of years is that wedding pros are really good at taking care of other people and really shitty at taking care of themselves. Yes. So now I ask all my guests because I'd like my listeners to just get like a smattering of ideas, take what they need and leave the rest. Good. So good. I, I thank you that. so much. Those listening, you are so very deserving of taking care of yourself. And so I know, I know what it's like to take care of everyone else, but at the end of the day, you deserve to be taken care of as well. So I'm glad you make that part of your, your uh, podcast episodes. Thanks, Amy. Thanks for being here.
Thank you. I'm so, so very impressed with all of your success and for you to share the message of Digital Course Academy and the special quiz. That's where we want everyone to start. Just start with the quiz just to see what type of yeah. person you might be in terms of course creation. And then we'll kind of go from there. But thank you for having me. And I'm, I'm cheering all of you on in everything that you do. Thanks so much, Amy. And everybody else, thanks for being here with us. You know that your time is the one thing you can't make any more of. And so I'm always so grateful that you spent it with us. We'll see you next week. Bye. Thanks for listening to Talk with Renee Dallow. Dive into the show notes at reneedallow.com forward slash podcast and connect with Renee at Talk with Renee Dallow on Instagram. 